Hey guys, welcome to the Facebook Live Ask Girls SEO show and marketing show and pretty much anything that I want to talk about show, episode number 15. So guys, I hope you're well when you're finding this. I haven't done this in a while. I've actually been sick um, for the last three to four weeks with the cold and so I was coughing like crazy and it's just like people don't want to hear you coughing and stuff. <coughs> like how annoying is that, right? I just did it. So guys, hopefully you've been on the Facebook on our Facebook page and you've seen that just the recent case study which is amazeballs because you know it's a very very tough uh, niche and industry. It's very tough B two B manufacturing in Australia. And anybody that knows anybody in the manufacturing game in Australia, or if you've got relatives or friends or whatever, a family that is in the manufacturing industry in Australia, they know that it's 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 not a it's not an industry that is super lucrative, and it's in for many years it, it hasn't been doing very well, and so being able to grow this sort of uh, help this business grow online and get more visibility, it's it, it's been it's been great for a couple of reasons. One, it's great because. Um, we're helping the Australian economy. We're helping the manufacturing um, of this country, and so you've got those two great causes. It's a very difficult niche. It's 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 like temperature sensors, and it's just really really difficult to kind of break through because um, there's not a lot of many people searching for it. You see, so so our like as search marketers, our growth is sort of uh, for a client growth is also limited by the amount of people that are searching within an industry, right? So obviously someone buying a house and like real estate related searches is a lot more, the volume is more dense and, and higher than, than this B2B temperature sensor niche. And so the amount of growth that we're able to obtain is therefore uh, limited by the amount of total people searching for within the industry and so like it's a it's a difficult niche and the fact that we we brought growth and it's not even so much about the traffic as it is about bringing on the new clients and 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 helping the the business really grow because you can just bring anyone to the business right but that's one component but then you really have to bring the targeted customers and clients to their door and the sort of clients that they deal with are huge and and um and so our work has been able to help them, uh, and we put up a case study a while ago about it. But our, but we've been basically been able to help them through our SEO work, help them find because this big massive um, company um, basically just typed into Google one of our keywords, and it got found, and it was a massive achievement. And so for us, it's a really great time for me personally. This case, this case study means a lot because I, what I really love about it is that our work has had a direct impact in people's lives. We made people's lives better because of it. Um, but not only, and, and also the, the CEO who was once quite hesitant about search engine optimization, it's a big believer in it now. Um, and, and basically even his staff tells me that... Um, 
he really just is recently obsessed with the top with the with the with with my industry, which is great. And to have that impact, to have that sort of um, you know impact, not just impact, but sort of uh, you know boosting up our industry uh, through my work, you know, goes back into the entire search marketer community in Australia and worldwide. And so. You know, there's a lot of dodgy work that's in our space, unfortunately, and there's a lot of dodgy, black hat, um, just crap work that gets done, and that also reflects on us in a negative light. So when we as a collective, as search marketers, are able to do great work, we somehow all benefit, which is which is um, great. I mean, the, the, the SEOs that truly benefit are the ones that are doing the work the right way. Um and so, you know, it's, 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 it's a win for the manufacturing industry. It's a win for the client. It's a win for the Australian economy. It's a, it's a win for the entire search marketing community. It's just a, a great win all, all around. And for me personally, I, I find this case study um, uh, quite rewarding because it's, it was so tough and... again at another stage because I oh know we, we seem to be okay connections available all right so yeah so as, you know, I don't know how much is, is lost because you know we've got a bit of a live audience but yeah it's just it's just rewarding due to the difficulty and and, and when we took on the campaign I looked at it and I, I was a little bit worried because again it's the manufacturing industry it's the very tough b2b business to business industry and 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 i knew there wasn't many people going to be searching for for keywords i mean you know it's just not something that i'm like you know we can show with other case studies you know substantial growth but the b2b clients you don't always show the growth and sometimes the traffic isn't even the biggest kpi in fact for them it wasn't it's actually sales and, and i wish i could talk about that more but I can't because I haven't been given permission to. So I'll leave that with you. I think that was just fantastic. Um, you got any questions about it? Hopefully you go on the Facebook. You you watch the 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 um, you watch you 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 read about it and and it's all on our Facebook page. And it'd be great if you could comment, you could share, you could like it, you could tweet it out. I appreciate that. Next thing I wanted to talk about was 
how to choose the right SEO. And look, I didn't even I didn't even plug this in. I mean, how crazy am I? Anyway, doesn't matter. I'm gonna do a video without the microphone. Um, so how to choose the right SEO for your agency? Okay, so basically, there's like so many things, so many there's so many agencies out there. Um, and to be honest with you, same thing with with this case study is that we had to make sure that we were the right partner because we wanted to make sure that um, we could deliver results. I mean, think about it strictly from our point of view. We want to turn this this client into a case study. We wanted, we wanted to turn this client into a happy customer, um, one that's going to be with us for a long time, is going to become a raving fan. And now that their client itself, the CEO of the company, the guy that signs the checks basically now is a big fan and believer in SEO and search engine marketing, um, before being a little bit skeptical towards it, uh, is a great achievement. So you want to make sure that when you're choosing, here's my, I've just got on the board behind me. So here are four of my um, sort of uh, things to consider when you're choosing an SEO partner. And I've talked about this in LinkedIn, but number one, it's experience in the industry. Now this may sound, um, this may sound a little bit like a duh, Andrew, what are you talking about? Of course there's obviously experience in the industry. But let me explain a little bit further. You wanna make sure that he has experience, really he or she has experience um, prior to working with you and the more experience I have around your industry uh, the better why because you can really work out that you understand how the market works you understand the competitors you understand how difficulty the the industry is to get rankings for you know which are good keywords and yes you can learn this as you go along um, and and sometimes you know you may you, you still prefer to work with someone else, and that's totally fine. But if you can, if you have an SEO that you're favoring, you've got two SEOs that you're favoring, and it comes down to this, I would always opt for the ones that's got a bit more experience in the industry, just because I understand how it works and how to, to like what keywords are going to work for you, even if they haven't been involved in your industry for a few years, but they kind of understand that a little bit better. So I think experience in your industry is the key. Second. Work with an SEO that has experience in solving your particular problem. Now, many SEOs have, like, I've been doing it for 11 plus years, and naturally you gravitate towards certain areas, right? Sometimes it's because you like certain areas more. Sometimes it's because you've got many clients when you're working for an agency and the company sort of pulls you on certain campaigns. Um, and so some SEOs are more technically inclined, some are more off-page content creating, content marketer inclined. Um, and so sometimes, especially with the really, really, really big sites, what we found is that um, with one of my particular clients, we had to invest for the first 12 months primarily just solving technical SEO problems. We were, negoti we were, well, we were negotiating prices with developers to get work fixed. Um, there was things on the website that had to get fixed, things on the website that had to get changed, things on the website that was not working correctly. We had to optimize the website, we had to fix certain things up, and it was just a massive website. You know, talking about over 150k pages, and there was just a lot, and there still is until we get the new website up. But there was a lot, a lot of crawlability problems and accessibility problems, um, 
and to, to really maximize our, our foundation, we had to do a lot, a lot of work and also like uh, discussions with developers and, and all the rest of it. And, you know, it was a really, really tough uh, um, sort of campaign to be a part of. But because my background, even within SEO, is generally more technically inclined, and and uh, as much as I love the I love the link building and the content marketing, but but technically technical SEO seems to be something that I've always just ended up being in, and so solving a lot a lot of problems has was such a big component of um, getting them to the next level, and so you know he he happened to find me, and I was able to be really experienced in a certain area and that's the problem that he didn't know this but this was the problem that he needed help most with and that's why we saw the most amount of growth you know in the short and long term so figuring out what is your biggest problem within seo is it content creation is your website hasn't changed you've only got like 10 pages so then it's not really technically then you need to start working out building more pages getting content ideas getting help and assistance with content writing and, and all the rest of it. So it really depends where you are in the journey. And of course, certain SEOs um, may be inclined and, and have experience in different areas that, that may help you get to the next level. Like I actually thought about this after the video on LinkedIn, but for example, when I did one of my talks um, back in May, one of the guys after the after the talk with, oh, I can't remember it was before or after he came up to me and he said uh, do you have any experience uh, with SEO in regards to startups and my my answer was no um, I, I, I don't have any um, um, sort of uh, uh, much experience in 11 plus years working with startups we've even in my agency days we've always dealt with small and medium businesses even smaller large and a few blue chip um, but never truly startup level and so if we get a startup client come on board, I tell them straight away. Like I even told that guy, look, man, I haven't had no experience with startup. Like, I mean, I'm happy to like send me details if you like, but I'm just telling you right now, I've had no experience, no case studies, no clients in 11 plus years. Um, maybe there was a few that I can't think of, but um, primarily, you know, we probably wouldn't be the right partner for you. Um, because startup, doing SEO for startups is really, really dif difficult. And they definitely must have the long term. And look, all SEO is long term, but startup SEO, like startup business SEO, man, that's, that's a rough gig, um, especially in difficult niche areas. So some people may say, oh, but you know, all SEO is kind of the same when you think about it. And macro level, it can be. I mean, there is some truth to that. But when you start getting nitty gritty and down to it, to the finer points, to like, you know, people talk about like growth hacking and things like that. But, you know, in a startup phase, you know, get, tapping into the low hanging fruit, having intuition to know what's going to get you the best sort of grab in the short term um, is an intuition. It's a skill because... You almost have to be entrepreneurial, right? Where you've just got that sort of psyche to, or, or intuition or, or um, 
just know how to, to, to get what you need to get to get the best, um, uh, you know, biggest growth in a short amount of time. Because startups, oops, <laughs> startups is basically relying on that. So, you know, three, the current SEO doesn't have too many competitors. So essentially, you don't want to have an SEO that you're working with. Now, we're totally exclusive. Um, and I'm not going to rubbish out SEOs that aren't exclusive because there's a lot of SEOs in the industry that aren't exclusive that I respect. But for us, we are totally exclusive. So, like our primary SEO services are exclusive. And if you work with us, we don't work with your competitors. And so for us, um, that this is not a problem. But even if you're choosing other SEO partners, you want to make sure that they don't have like if if you're in a if you're in a competitive niche. You really want to make sure that they don't have too many competitors because think about it from the SEO point of view, right? It's going to be it's going to be a little bit awkward for the agency, right? They may not admit it, but it, it would be, right? Because you're you're like ten um, businesses in the same industry, so you just something to think about because uh, if you've got a, um, I mean, sometimes I had when I was working for the for my for the last agency, sometimes I would have two or three clients that were in the same industry and it was just, it was so awkward for me because you'd finish working on one and then you jump to another one and it's like, you know, what are you, like, like it's, it's just, for me it was very uncomfortable. Um, and so I definitely recommend not working with, with SEOs that are gonna have like 10 competitors. Like that wouldn't be what I would recommend for you. Number four, this is probably one that I could talk about for the next two hours, business savviness. Now, if you can get SEOs that run their own businesses, great. I think I think there's a lot of advantage there. And most of the SEO like friends that we have are running their own agencies. But does that mean that anyone that isn't isn't a good SEO? Of course not. Um, so you want to at least make sure if they are working on an agency and your SEO uh, professional is working for for representing an agency then what you would want to make sure is, is that do they run their own website? Do they run um, some some element of, of, of uh, responsibility outside just working for clients? Like, do they have their own work in, invested in their own website, right? I think when you are an SEO and you have your own website and you do stuff for yourself, you really learn.